galaxy lights, Coachella, lightning bolt necklaces. Did you catch all the scandal clues? Last March, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandal. Ahead of the Vanderpump Rules premiere, relive the pop culture phenomenon that rocked a reality nation. Starting January 23rd on Ringer Dish. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Amanda, how are you? I'm well. I have been inside for several days because it's raining. Um, okay. As, as I, I think one way or the other, most of the um, 48 states have been inside the last couple of days, <laughs> as I understand it. Lots of weather. Yeah. So I would say I'm like in an interesting headspace, but, okay. but you know, I'm, I'm ready to share that headspace with you and with the world. How are you? I'm good. Um, the middle topic on our rundown is one that we have not touched base about, and I think we need to just discuss it immediately. All right. So you want to start with uh, the Jennifer Lopez, This Is Me Now trailer? I sure do. Yeah. So did you cancel all of your plans for February 16th? Like, where are you at? <laughs> well, I am sort of hoping that there will be a screening event somehow that I am invited to. Um, this is the one scenario in which I would accept some sort of interactive performer experience. <laughs> um, if it meant that, you know, like JLo and uh, various dancers were coming down the aisles, like around me, recreating some of the scenes at the premiere, you know, like I live in Los Angeles and it's for a reason and it's to be able to experience this is me now live. So I'm just putting out that out there. If anyone from Amazon is listening. 
All right, I'm going to dig up some press contacts and, yeah. and send them your way. Um, I would like to describe the trailer for This Please. Is Me Now. Please. It's a, first of all, This Is Me Now is a 50-minute musical narrative, narrative musical, which I think is means that it's sort of like her version of like Beyonce's visual album. I think it's like a really long music video, but to the extent to which... Beyonce's visual work is usually um, very genre forward. And by that, I mean like artistic and sort of the um, most classic sense. I would say based on what we saw in the trailer for This Is Me Now, um, J-Lo has reinterpreted the movie Flashdance to be a musical <laughs> about her life. Um, well, well, okay, yes and no. So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> there are a lot of metalworks, a lot of dancing at the metalworks going on. That 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 is true. And and when you brought genre up, I th- I thought that you were going to be talking about this is me now. I was Beyonce um, has concepts and is sure. like is a conceptual. filmmaker, right? It's um, conceptual art versus genre art, correct? And I would say one of the things that stood out to me uh, in the this is me now trailer was the uh, interpolation of the sci-fi genre and also seemingly is that what was happening sci-fi? Se- seemingly <laughs> some references to bollywood cinema um and which are you know i guess one is a a form of world cinema and one is a genre but you know she's she's pulling a lot of different concepts <laughs> is what it seems to me there also seem to be um an intervention, a family intervention um, for the Jennifer Lopez character. And I guess we should say the trailer doesn't make it clear whether it's autobiographical or whether Jennifer Lopez is playing a character based on Jennifer Lopez and and really whether the character will be named Jennifer. But did you did you um, make that disclaimer and clarification in this moment? Because the intervention is about the character Jennifer Lopez plays being addicted to sex? Yes. Uh, (laughs) Because that's what is said in the trailer by Jennifer Lopez's character, not Jennifer Lopez. But the intervention, to be clear, is about a sex addiction. Right. As far as we can tell. Well, I mean, that is a line in the trailer. Um, Yes. And then, like, there are definitely... You're right that there's metalworking, but it does sort of seem like futuristic metalworking. this trailer that we received is cinematic in that it's two minutes and 27 seconds. When you go one minute and 50 seconds into it, it's like a slow reveal of the other people who are in it. Mm-hmm. May I read the list? I was literally just Googling the list to be able to read it, but I'm so glad you have it ready. <laughs> That's why you are a professional podcaster. Please, please read it. Fat Joe. Yeah. they, they uh, I believe they had some songs together. Trevor Noah. Fellow Spotify podcaster. Kim Petrus. Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Circles is one of my favorite songs of the last decade, so this is exciting. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know whether to put a pin in that, just to nod and keep going. Um, we'll, we'll come back to it if we have time. Okay. Kiki Palmer. Talk about her a lot. Sophia Vergara. Okay. Jennifer Lewis. Jay Shetty. Guru slash podcaster. This is a very podcast forward list so far. Okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson went to my high school. <laughs> Shad Guru. I don't know who that is. Derek Hough, who is very present in the trailer. He has he got sure a is. large, a large role in this. Yes, I guess um, there is also a there's ball, like ballroom dancing 
is is referenced heavily in in the film. And I guess so you think you can dance. Um, and he's a, he's a part of that. Yes, he is. And then the last name on this August list is Ben Affleck. It sure husband. is. He's not he shown. Not tra- he's not in the trailer. <laughs> there's a shot where there's like a tall presence in the corner and you can't see who it is. And I, I genuinely don't know whether that is Ben Affleck or whether it's like a body double who's ben. meant to suggest that it's Ben Affleck. <laughs> I do believe if he is listed in the trailer that he will at some point show up for at least for a moment. I assume he we will see him at some point. I agree. I also just want to note that at the beginning, about 15 seconds in, there's like this like flashy graphic that says from the from the heart, soul, dreams of Jennifer Lopez. So yes. this is really like her film from inside her being, from her heart, her soul, her mind. We are getting this is me dot 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 now colon a love story. Now, we've been anticipating this for a long time because we've known about the album coming. It's been delayed. I wondered if it was delayed so that the these this visual album, this cinematic experience uh, could come together. I I also, um, if our pal Matt Bellamy um, from the town and from uh, Puck is listening, I, just as much information that we can get about budgets, <laughs> timelines, where was it filmed? I read that Ben Affleck was like, involved in the the scripting process obviously he has also recently had a deal with amazon like but uh, jennifer lopez shotgun wedding was on amazon so it's like a family affair like just everything that we can find out i'm hungry i'm desperate for it also subscribe to what i'm hearing uh and listen to the town by matt bellany thank you i am also desperate for it watching this two minute and 20 something second film trailer was so invigorating and so exhilarating it is the highest of camp with the most serious goal, I think. It's just very hard to know what Jennifer Lopez is thinking. All I could think of was her not winning the Golden Globe, of course, as you <laughs> often bring up. And I was like, does she think that this will win her a Golden Globe? Like, what is the well, intention I, with this? So I, I think that Jennifer Lopez is very, very savvy as a businesswoman and a musician and artist. And she has seen what Beyonce is doing and what Beyonce has been achieving. And she saw what Taylor Swift did with the Eras Tour and the Eras Tour movie. And she was like, okay, well, if this is where pop stars are going, then this is where I need to be going also. And I have thoughts and ideas and expression. And and she dances, She's oh, she's yes. more she's of a, a dancer, dancer than she's more of a dancer than Taylor Swift. So you know, without a doubt. So I I think that she was like, no, now this is like the next step in my journey as an artist. I mean, she's obviously been in a lot of films as an actor. Sure, yeah. So she's just she's bringing everything that's passionate that she's passionate about together in what I think is a sincere way. There is like a there's a sincerity about the trailer that is. Astonishing? I would say the from the heart, mind, and soul or whatever of Jennifer Lopez is very sincere and every and very much tracks with all of her messaging around her her wedding to Ben yeah. Affleck. I think she's a sincere person and she believes in love, that's for sure. I um I'm not, uh, but <laughs> I appreciate that about her. And there's something zany about the undertaking of this 
entire enterprise, but like this expression of her belief in love. It's something that I uh, am charmed by, even though this, well, it was a sight to see. How about that? (laughs) A couple other references I want to throw out there that I thought of while I watched this. Um, First of all, it's it's directed by Dave Myers, who I believe is a very longtime music video director. I believe I recall him from MTV when they used to do um, Behind the Video or whatever it was called. Uh, making of a video. Remember when the camera fell on Britney Spears' head? <laughs> so anyway, I believe he's been in the game for a long time. But I'm looking a lot of commercials and then the Britney Spears Curious video. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I remember him from MTV in the 90s. Okay. Some other references though, that I thought of. Oh, he directed that uh, I'm Real video. There you he go. He directed Missy Elliott's Work It video. There you go. Many Lose Control, many Missy Elliott videos. Okay, all right. You're cor- You're correct. He does a lot of dance, a lot of music videos and a lot of dancing in it too. I'm Real is a great song. Um, that's funny. It kind of looks like I, I'm Real actually now that you say that. But some other references that I wanted to mention. The uh, car junkyard dance in High School Musical 2. That really came to mind for me when she's like on top of the cars. Also a little bit of La La Land on top of the cars. Uh, flash sure. dance, of course. Um, I would say it's like a real melange of like Kenny Ortega Jess, Jessica Beale, Jennifer Beale, excuse me, and um, Damien Chazelle. So if that's not a, a melting pot of references, I just don't know what is. I can't wait. February 16th, it's circled in red on my calendar. I, I just am so excited. There's no way this will let me down. How will, in what context will you watch it? Well, that's a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do I wait for the sun to set for like a dark viewing inside my apartment? Probably not. Maybe we should live stream it, but just watch it with a live stream reaction, like on Twitch. Okay. Do you know how to use Twitch? <laughs> no, I do not. Okay. Nor do I. So perhaps that would be step one to investigating it. But so you'll you'll watch it on your own time. You're not gonna like plan any sort of events. I don't I didn't know whether this was like a Juliet's mom. Do you want to fly in to watch with me, Amanda? I mean, I mean, no, but uh, if you wanted to fly in to go to a premiere. I'll be in LA that week. So perhaps we okay. can get a screener and watch it together. There we and go. And then do, do some content. I'm there really excited. This is me now, a love story. I can't wait to see how Ben Affleck is in, involved in this. And just to reiterate um, what Amanda said, we're looking for all information we can get on this. Budgets, yeah. production, everything. Where was it filmed? How long did it take? When did she, when did she come up with this? How long has it been gestating? Everything we, we must know. I'm incredibly excited and you know, it'll be good. It's a few days after the Super Bowl, So every, like like the coast will be clear for this to get a lot of attention. (laughs) You think it timing wise, they've, they've figured this out. They've nailed it. All right. I feel like Jennifer Lopez is kind of cornering the market on streaming, um, post Valentine's Day, if I if I recall correctly, or, like beginning of the year, because I'll I'll never forget that the Jennifer Lopez directed streaming film "Marry Me" um, was the first film that I ever watched with my son. Yeah, was, that came out on Peacock. Yeah, right around on Valentine's Day, I think. Yeah, exactly. And my son was born right before Valentine's Day, so like we were home around the hospital, and he that was it. That was number one. Shotgun Wedding was also early last year, if I, I recall correctly. Oh, you're, you're, oh, I'm sure it? you're right. No, I, you hold on. Let's Google this. She's just, um, she's really something. To live in this era of J Lo has really been wonderful. I saw some some pictures of her at Fashion Week too. She's it was January. It was January twenty twenty three with Shotgun Wedding. Oh, wow, wow. So you know she's figured out a, so- a soft time in the marketplace. I um 
I'm excited. As am I. Big time. Um, all right. Let's move on. Amanda, I'd like to ask you about your journey through <laughs> the content of Renee Rapp. Well, so Julian, have you seen the new Mean Girls? No, I haven't. Okay. I I have seen the new film Mean Girls, Mean Girls 2024, Gen Z Mean Girls. And I actually had a delightful time. I had not seen this stage musical. I obviously have the 2004 film Mean Girls memorized. Um, And I would say like the weirdest part of the new movie for me was that they do just recreate some of the jokes and lines like verbatim. Like it's just like exactly the same. And sometimes they like put a spin on it. Like when it's October 3rd, there's like a little choir. She's like, it's October 3rd. And then there's a little choir behind her that's like October 3rd, you know, or something. And that's like, that's funny. But many of them are just the same. So that Can I just me, ask you, ask you a question? Yeah. How do you feel about the Hairspray movie to Hairspray musical movie conversion? Oh, so the movie and then the musical and then the movie again? Yeah, it's, it's the same. Yeah. I was just yeah. curious if you had thoughts on that. Um, you know, they also just did that recently. Um, well, The Color Purple, Color Purple. was yeah. a novel. And then it was a Steven Spielberg movie. And then it was a musical. And then they just re-released. They released the movie musical. This yes. past December. Fantasia Barino and many others. I'm sure that there are other examples that we're not thinking of. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of weird, but I, whatever. What was fun about this was that it was just clearly for the next generation. And I, sure. when I went to the theater, it was me and then four young women who were there together, not with me. And who are having a delightful time. And then part of the way that I went on my whole Renee Rap journey, and if you're not familiar with Renee Rap, she plays Regina George in the new Mean Girls musical, the, the movie. She also played Regina George in the musical. And then she, on Juliet, on Broadway. And she, Juliet, she is best known to, to you and me as... Um, one of the stars of Sex Lives of College Girls, which was a Max show that I really enjoyed. I think it's coming back without her. Um, yeah. Sh- she's leaving the show, which brings me to my main point of reference to Renee Rapp, who like Spotify just started feeding me her music and I enjoy yeah. it. I was going to ask that as well. Yeah. Renee Rapp, like a while ago, like in between seasons of Sex Lives, between one and two, um, Renee Rapp has discussed how unpleasant and perhaps traumatizing her experience was on Broadway, playing Regina George. And she has left Sex Lives of College Girls somewhat unceremoniously. And And has also implied that that was not a hugely positive experience. Yes. And so I was just surprised that she is playing Regina George again. I think it's like probably a good career move. But I was, and obviously it's like a totally different production, whatever. Um, But I was just like surprised by uh, the fact that she like wanted to revisit that role. And I find some of, like, her public persona just, like, very, like, honestly confusing, just because I think that's a yeah. weird move. Well, no, so so then we come to my Renee rap journey. So what I liked about the new movie musical was, you know, I was like, oh, this is for Gen Z. Like, I, girls, yeah. You know, like, I, like I, I'm a cool mom, and I'm going to see what the Gen Z kids <laughs> think. And then that took me to Letterboxd and reading all of these uh, Gen Z reviews. And they're all, like, both obsessed with Renee Rapp. 
and obsessed with her press tour, which I have to say has been quite something. Um, to the point that it became a joke that she made on Saturday on SNL this weekend when she was the musical guest, she appeared in the skit, um, and the skit acknowledged her lack of media training. Uh, Renee Rapp lets it fly. Um, she does. She's she's real loose. She went on uh, Watch What Happens Live and told Andy Cohen that she's ageist and doesn't like millennial women. Uh, very funny clip if you haven't seen it. Like everything I'm about to say is also funny. Like she has a lot of charisma and all of this stuff is really entertaining. So I'm not criticizing her. I'm just like this. You don't normally see this when someone is on a media tour to promote their musical. She yelled or not even yelled. She called out a man named Buddy who runs a tour to who's like a tour manager or runs a bus company and was apparently extremely rude and misogynistic to her and her friends. And she was just like in the middle of just being like, no, Buddy, I don't like you. Um, she didn't doesn't know who Kylie Minogue is as a musician, but was familiar with Kylie Minogue's wine. Um, oh, that's funny. Did Andy Cohen talk? To, was this on Watch What Happens Live too? No, this was on a oh. different. You know, I mean, because they've just been. She's just like been on a junket for like two weeks. Padam Padam is, you know, a great song and also like very important to Andy Cohen. I believe uh, there's right. a really funny clip of him talking to Kamala Harris about Padam okay. Padam. Oh, great! Which Another is- person who loves Gen Z. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she's just really like very funny. Uh, and unfiltered. And to me, honestly, was like slightly more engaging, at least in terms of dialogue on her press tour than as Regina George in the movie. She has a couple of showstopper numbers in the she's movie a good singer. as a musician. And she, and like she is, um, she's also a pop star. She was the musical yeah. guest on SNL and is like clearly pursuing that a little more, which I, like I understand that's what she's good at. But it's pretty fascinating. And I watched it all through the lens of being like, well, I'm a millennial woman who really likes sex lives with college girls. So Renee Rapp probably hates me. Um, probably. So that's like an interesting thing to consider. And ultimately, this is about our mortality and my mortality in particular. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I guess I'm just like an old person. And this is this is. This is it. This is what the young kids are are doing now is actively rejecting me. But I was somehow soothed when for the second musical number on SNL this weekend, Rachel McAdams, a.k.a. the original Regina George, showed up to introduce um, Renee Rapp and like pass the torch in like a very cheerful way. And I was like, oh, OK, so we can all be friends. This is this is all OK. I, I feel good again. Um <laughs> This is, this is it. We're, we're healing together. Um, Sex Lives of College Girls will definitely be worse without Renee Rapp. She was, in season two, they didn't really know what to do with her character, but in season one, she was so great. Just like incredibly honest and just like a great, great bitch on TV. Like she was like the bitchy private school girl. And I loved it. Uh, It really worked. She's fascinating. I think it's interesting. She's pursuing music. Um, she clearly feel, you know, like I think she's had a lot of experiences that have been negative as an actress. So I feel like music is probably like more freeing for her. And yeah, the music industry is in some ways, you know, harder on women than um, than Hollywood. So I, I hope I hope it works out. But it seems like she's, you know, she knows what she wants. Good luck, Renee Rapp. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. 
It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Can I also give another Gen Z update related sure. to SNL, which is, so Jacob Elordi hosted. Um, I'm a big Jacob Elordi fan. Just, you know, he has power. Based on, on looks or is his power in his appearance or his performance? I would say that often the appearance is the performance. Okay. Um, the charisma. He, uh, he, it was one of the SNL monologues, which like I did watch. When was the last time I watched an SNL okay. monologue? Like so you 1995. Just for the hot man. So on, I just watched stage. for the hot man. And it was one of those monologues that was like outsourced, you know, where he like took questions because it's... Because he can't actually do comedy. Right. But that's... He was funny in some of the sketches that I watched. Okay. Anyway, he for a long time has been rumored to be dating Olivia Jade. Um, sure. AKA the, the teen... Well... The young woman, the daughter that Lori Laughlin went to teen. prison for, once yeah. a teen. Now she's now she's younger, but she's um, she was not a rower, um, and the application said that she was, and so Lori Laughlin, aka Aunt Becky from Full House, went to prison. Um, so they were dating, but they would like never confirm anything. And this, and then week, it was rumored they broke up, and it was rumored this week that they broke up, and they haven't broken up. And the outlet that they chose to used to be like, no, no, we're still together was Entertainment Tonight, which I just thought was really, really funny. Okay, so I'm really glad you're bringing this up because I've been noticing a lot that People Magazine is really zagging. And I've just been noticing that some of our reliable old celebrity media institutions are just sort of like, you know, going where the wind leads them. And with People, that's like legitimately, I would say on my podcast, Food News, like we could do an entire episode of just like, food-related updates on peoplemagazine.com. And I just think it's, like, Like, in in what sense? Like, Like they have an article that I'm sure we'll discuss that's, like, Coca... 
Coca-Cola and McDonald's work together to make sure McDonald's uses the right formula to make Coke taste the right way. Like they have like so many things that are related to brands. And then similarly, they all, and, and P.S. is something I've always wondered about because McDonald's Coke is special. Um, but then, <laughs> but then they also have like random, like celebrity updates, like not just like Instagram aggregation, but like they just are like a willing mouthpiece. It's just sort of like, if you don't want to put it on your Instagram, you go to people and they just print yeah. it, which I guess like, they kind of always were, but that has that's even been their brand that they're like the the publicist and on message friendly brand. There's just like no writing. It's just like repeating the unsourced quote. I just I didn't expect entertainment tonight to be my source for what's going on with a Gen Z couple. Well, they're very good at SEO. So perhaps that's part of it. Maybe Olivia Jade and Jacob Alordi were like, who should we send this to? And they just Googled it. And that came up first. I would love it if that were the case. <laughs> I would love it just like them in a lab, just like typing, being like, who should we send our relationship update to? We can't rule it out. It may have okay. happened. Do you feel like you're a good Googler? Me? Yeah. No. You know... Since Twitter became X and I've been logged out of it on my laptop and therefore only able to use it on my phone and hopefully I'll never get a new phone, my like access to news is like really down. I'm just like, how do I find stuff? Like I go to like, you know, the things that I read like Bloomberg and the New York Times and the Washington Post and whatever. Right. And then from there, I'm just like, where do I find things? And I I will not become a TikTok user. So I'm in trouble. Hey, did I tell you that I started using threads? Um, I saw you doing it, and I've actually been meaning to talk to you about it. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that you're reviewing products um, and And referring to it as blogging. And books. Products, books. I'm promoting our podcast. Great. Um, What's the feedback like? It's honestly great because there's no one there. So it is, there's like, the feedback is there's none of the garbage of Twitter, but it's also pretty low impact for me in terms of like, I'm never going to start a newsletter, right? That's just like 8,000 too many steps, but it's like the closest I can get to just being like, well, I'd like to post a link and here's what I have to say about it. And I'm moving on, you know? Okay. So you're, it's like, it's like back to 2010 Twitter for you. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, great. I'm happy for you. So far, there's no negativity and uh, people enjoy my product reviews or recommendations. So the the one that really caught my eye was the um, dish towels you're recommending. So those aren't dish towels. No, no, no. Those those aren't dish towels. Those are like body. Those are like washcloths, like um, hand towels. And I use like in the shower instead of a loofah. They're like loofah-esque, but like less maintenance than a loofah. I use like like a washcloth type of thing too. Like yeah. like it sort of feels like a sponge. Um, yeah, this is this is more exfoliating, which has yeah, been very helpful similar. to me. But I've I've tried many others. They're the best. <laughs> this is uh, great. And you know, it's I think it's like 12 bucks for a pack of three. So awesome. How, there you go. how many uses until you throw it away? You use uh one for I use one a month. I see. Okay. And then so move on. Yeah. So like four dollars a month. Okay, that's great. Amortized over 30 days. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, I certainly don't shower every day. I don't know about you. No, I've really, I've cut back on that. I like it, but it's just, it's finding the time, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Do you know what about an everything shower? 
Uh, no, what's that? It's like when you do, you clean everything. Oh. Versus people who, like, I, I think you just, like, take a partial shower and don't, like, wash your hair or don't. Oh. Well, I only wash my hair, like, once or twice a week. Yeah. I I do everything showers, but I don't do, I don't shower, like, every day. Yeah, I do everything showers, too. Okay. Um, well, a scintillating conversation we're having here. <laughs> um... By the way, I hope that that's what everything shower means. I'm like pretty sure, but I didn't Google it. And but and also what I would Google um, is what is an everything shower. Do you think that's a good form of Googling or not? Should I just be Googling everything shower? No, I think asking the question is good. I love okay, seeing like what it's going to predict too. What Google thinks you're about to ask. Yeah. Well, I just learned from when we actually were doing SEO in the blog Salt Mines in 2010. Um like you had to fill out all the possible things that people could search. Of course, yeah. And of then, and so like I I now Google the way that 2010 SEO like gaming taught me to Google. Um, I think what people may find weird among many things about me is that I read. I think I told you this. I read my Google newsfeed as like a place that I get news, but it's but it's mostly shopping recommendations because that's what the algorithm is giving me. So like when I open a new tab on Google and I have like all the different things you could tap. It's usually, it's usually like weather and shopping. And it's like a lot of travel and leisure links of like things to buy, but those are all like total BS, like not good lists anyway. So see, this is why you should also start threads to keep a list of the things that are good to buy. It's a nice time. I don't think I'm going to do that, but I support you for the most part. Um, I, (laughs) I, I did have some questions. I was waiting for the right time to ask them. I don't think it's now. I need to okay. re- I need to review your posts and then I'll come back to you. I think they're I, good posts. I think I open threads like once every 10 days. So I haven't seen I haven't I haven't seen what you've been up to in the last 10 days. It's about I've only been doing it for 10 days. Um <laughs> and it's just books and products. That's right, it. Great. And great. and the, and podcast links. Okay. Awesome. Congrats on your <laughs> on your new outlet. Um let's move on to um Somebody that doesn't happen that much anymore, speaking of 2010, but a real barn burner of a wedding column in the New York Times yesterday about Josh Radner, who you may know from How I Met Your Mother, who got married at the Cedar Lakes estate uh, in January in a snowstorm to his now wife, who is a psychologist, who I happen to know is a subject of many group texts of people I know from growing up. And um, their wedding sounded not for me. Okay. Can I just clarify? So you're not on group chats with her patients. You're on group chats with people who Who knew knew her her in like a separate life. Okay. All right. Um, People who knew her was a teen. That's right. You know what? We're about to give a review of this wedding and this uh, piece. I hope they're not listening. And well, they agreed to be in the New York Times. They invited a New York Times reporter and photographer, and then they trapped the New York Times photographer and reporter at their wedding because they did not listen to weather advisories and there was a snowstorm. And 59 people could not leave the wedding venue at the end of the wedding. And had to spend Allison the night. Hannigan. The only person right. willing to give a quote on the record was Allison Hannigan, apparently. Yeah. So when you make things public, you make things public, you know? Uh, especially when you invite the the New York Times wedding section to your wedding, these two met at a um, like a, a guided a guided drug meditation retreat, and mm-hmm. that sets the tone for their relationship and the wedding. They're really into feelings. They're really into intentions. They're really into a guided um, therapeutic drug experience. 
Um, They both seem quite intense and quite forthcoming with how they feel. And I'd like to talk about the venue Cedar Lakes Estates. Please. Cedar Lakes Estates is a very common wedding venue. They said the only time they could get was in January, and I believe it. It's like a really popular place to get married. Juliet, might I add, not only in January, but January 6th. First weekend of the year. Um, um, no, no, no. But also the anniversary of the Capitol insurrection. Oh, yeah. So then they, Josh Radner, yes, and Josh Radner says they're they're trying to rebrand Jan Six. Anyway, continue. I was like, I know of many people who got married there, and then many people who I don't know, including like Beanie Feldstein, got married there over the summer. It's like it seems like a really nice place to get married in the spring and summer. It's like a, it's a camp that's no longer an operational camp and it's just a wedding venue. So I'm, I'm Googling this now because I'm wondering whether I was sent this link at some point. And Cedar Lake State? Yeah. And then was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to a fucking camp. Like I already don't want to have a wedding and now you're going to make me go to camp. No, thank you. You know, different tastes for different people. This looks familiar. I mean, I'm sure it's not the only former camp now wedding venue in the New York area. Yeah. But it could, it could have been. Also, they make it in the article, the Times person's like, some people had to sleep in bunk beds. And as far as I know, there's like actually a lot of cabins. And for 69 people, you shouldn't have to sleep in bunk beds. Yeah, well, maybe they hadn't. This looks familiar. And oh, yes. it Yeah. OK. Yes. So the appeal of this place, I guess, is that it's like a remote location, but everyone can stay on site. Yeah. And it seems like only certain of their guests wanted to stay on site. So they had only booked certain of the accommodation Mm. things and i guess they weren't able to like open up the empty cabins on short notice i, I don't Maybe really they know weren't he- my guess is perhaps they weren't heated on short yeah. notice because why would you do that right. but it sounds horrible they also like the swag like the welcome bag that they gave people when they arrived include like a notebook to set an intention note to you amanda and anyone else who may be listening if you invite me someplace I will not be setting an intention that I'll be sharing with you. Like, and don't ask. I will not do it. I will, perhaps I will for myself, but I will certainly not be doing it as like a mass movement. It would be a quiet, personal moment that I would not share with anyone and let anyone know happened. I mean, yeah. So then I would like to talk about the ceremony, Mm. which was planned for the outdoors in January 6th, on January 6th in New York. And then um, the snow appeared. And it was 20-something degrees. And they insisted on still having the ceremony outside. And they each gave 10-minute speeches. <laughs> she read, like, a 10-minute letter or vows or something. And then he also responded with 10-minute vows, which is just really, 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 really long. Really long. Really long. And, the, and that's before you bring in, like, the elements. So that that seems like a tough hang. Uh, everything about it seems like a tough hang. The thing is, I have never known that much about Josh Radner, but I've always, like, disliked him and considered him to be obnoxious and smug. And this just confirms all of it. And I'm just like, what did I previously learn about him that made me realize that this was it? That, like, this is who he is. Because there's something about it that's just so, so off-putting. I, I can't get over it. His vows also included that he thought it was, like, bad that he waited this long, to, or, like, a, like a fuck-up that he waited this long to get married, but it was just that he was waiting to find her. And I, let me let me just quote him. 
I look into the infinity of your green eyes and know that my not having gotten married until now is not due to some brokenness in me. The truth is I didn't get married until now because I was waiting for you. Good therapy he's been through. Yeah. Here's what I'll say (laughs) is that it seems like not all the guests got stuck there because some of them left early. And I don't think that I would have gotten stuck uh, at this wedding one way or another. You know, I think I would have I would have said congratulations and then been on my way. I also hope they had drugs. I mean, if everyone's going to get stuck and they're going to, you know, they're into drugs, I hope they're supplying. And the in the gift bags, all it said was CBD. Yeah, no, it said that they were doing like a lot of, you know, like guided type. Yeah, but it said without stuff, drugs. but without drugs. So they like yeah. sp- specified that. I, I mean, okay. Well, maybe that's for the law. Maybe there was something. Yeah, for the okay. for the record, who knows? Um, I hope these two have a great life together. It's, this is a true wish them well. Yeah. And I hope everybody else who was stuck there is safe and warm at home now. So if you were looking for a new therapist and someone recommended Dr. Jordana Jacobs to you and you Googled her and you found this article, would you be interested in working with her? No, of course not. But, but, but like, I also wouldn't have this wedding. She found someone else who did. So maybe, you know, there are lots of different fish in the sea for different types of people. And that could go for relationships or therapists. I guess if you're looking for a therapist that's going to lead you in guided drug meditations, this might be a plus to you. You might be like, okay, cool. She gets it. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope she finds her patients and they find her. (laughs) It's really, really special. Um, One more story for the day. There was some sort of event over the weekend. Um, it was the 21st annual Living Legends of Aviations Award. It took place in Beverly Hills. Three people of note were honored. They were John Travolta, noted pilot Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex, and noted aviation mogul Lauren Sanchez. If that's not a trio to <laughs> talk about, I don't know what is. <laughs> uh, Lauren Sanchez was really excited about this, obviously. Um, and she said on Instagram, honored to have been in the presence of aviation legends who have helped, who have shaped the history and future of flight. Yeah. Congratulations to all three legends. It's, it's really incredible. I think, congratulations, Lauren Sanchez. It's is a win for her. Oh, um, John Travolta, I guess I haven't been thinking about him for a while. I didn't know he was a pilot. Um, he's in a lot of commercials. That's how that's how he's in my world these days. Right, like T-Mobile. Yeah. Yeah. And that this these are the invitations that Prince Harry is accepting is uh just indicative of some things. Here's what I'll say about Prince Harry. Yeah. He's incredibly on message. And not because it's a well-crafted message, but because there's just a few things he cares about. And one of them is flight. <laughs> there you go. Um, I also want to give a genuine wish you well to uh Princess Kate and King Charles, both of yeah. them are unwell. So I hope you're doing okay. Uh, I, I I do as well. Yeah. I just thought, we're mentioning the royals. Big news. Hope they're getting that privacy they just, they they really do deserve. I mean, being in the hospital is no joke. It sucks. Yeah. Um, shout out to the NHS. Weekly plug to watch Call the Midwife, another part of the NHS <laughs> legacy. Um, <laughs> That's beautiful, Juliet. Well, it's a great show. It's a beautiful show. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Amanda? Anything I'd like to recommend? Are you watching Monsieur Spade? I'm going to. I'm excited. It's amazing. I was I was on Airbnb last night just like looking at homes in the south of France. There's no 
timeline in which I'm going to be able to go to or afford the South of France anytime soon. But that is what Monsieur Spade has given me. It rules. It's on AMC and or AMC Plus. Okay, great. With uh, Clive Owen, right? With Clive Owen. Uh, couldn't recommend it more. I'm going to watch it. I'm excited. Okay. There's some other random stuff I'm looking forward to. Um, I had to catch up on The Traders and The Bachelor this weekend. So I was I busy. don't know what The Traders is. Oh, I don't think it's for you. It's on Peacock. It's like the second most popular program to ever be on Peacock. Okay. And it's a reality show with honestly a st- astonishing cast. Um, for your purposes, you might be interested to know that, that former MP John Burko is on it. Uh, okay. Among about... 15 American reality TV stars, a boxer, someone from Love Island, Marcus Jordan, son of Michael, and his girlfriend, Larsa Pippen, ex-wife of Scotty Pippen, and current Real Housewife of Miami. It's an astonishingly weird show that's quite popular. Alan Cumming is the host, playing like a... I don't even know what he's playing. He's just like doing a weird Alan Cumming... He's Scottish, though. He's so infrequently Scottish. He's in his real voice. It's wild. Um, I had to watch that. Anyway, thanks so much to our producer, Sasha Oshel. <laughs> Thank you to J-Lo. We will see you on February 16th and before. We'll be back next week. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.